Hey guys, it's Naylor. If you wanted another way to show your support for the LCR Media Podcast, I put together some merch just for the LCR Media Podcast. It's exclusive hoodies, stickers, and some other merchandise that you can check out in the show notes. You can also go on the YouTube channel at LCR and see the visuals underneath any video that you play. You can see exactly what this merchandise looks like. So go ahead and check that out if you want us to show support for the show. I definitely appreciate you listening, leaving those five-star rating reviews, and additionally, maybe picking up some gear. Thanks, guys. Here we go. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro, and again on today's IBG episode, I am talking about employees. Yes, if you have been listening to the last few episodes, I have been talking about this, really kind of recapping my experience with the spring rush, which is pretty much over right about now, although I feel like there's a second wave of the spring rush, at least for myself. My business is really growing. It's kind of exploding um, in some ways and a new set of growing pains and a lot of trials and tribulations, a lot of challenges went on during the spring rush. And I said that I was going to break it down into a few different episodes instead of having like a multiple hour, one episode talking about all of it at once. So that's what I've been doing. And this is pretty much the final IBG episode before I kind of summarize everything as a whole and really kind of go into some more details about more of the challenges and some of the things that really happened and kind of went 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 wrong and you know how I kind of got got out of that and rebounded and recovered and all the different uh, things that we talk about to keep moving forward, keep pressing on so that I could get to the point where I'm at now because while yes, there's still a lot of work to be done, And there's a lot of uh, still some stressful things going on. I've come a long way in a short amount of time, about a month and a half or so. uh, And, you know, I've hired another employee and we're going on to our second crew now. I didn't even think I was going to be doing that this year. Um, Although that was my goal was to start chipping away at that. So lots to talk about, lots to unpack All of that will be spelled out in the final episode, final IBG episode for a little while anyway, uh, talking about employees and my employee issues, staffing, and just the spring rush as a whole, where my business was, where it's at now, where it's going. I will explain all that in that final spring rush episode. It'll pretty much be titled Spring Rush, What a Rush, you know, something like that. Um, and I, I, and we will be getting back to interview episodes uh, with having guests on. I have some guests lined up from other industry experts, you know, and if folks such as yourselves that are, are in the trenches, different levels from Mitchell's Lawn Care, who had a crew and went back to being solo. He's got some great insight to share. We have uh, Blake Albertson with B&B Lawn Care, who um, went from solo to now I think he's got a couple of crews. So he's been building that up and growing that. He's got plenty of insight to share there. To Caleb Allman, who has pretty much had employees his whole life, uh, off and on various levels and and amounts, and has some really good full-time seasoned veterans 
uh, uh, with Almond Landscape that, you know, have, have been there for quite some time. And he's got a lot of great things he's implemented in his business um, that are kind of like if you think about more of like corporate type mentality or like big company mentality, you know, not not like, oh, we got a couple part timers and whatever, you know, we just kind of fly by the seat of our pants, you know, like, no, it's like they've got employee handbooks and SOPs and um, systems in place and benefits and all kinds of stuff. And they're constantly adding and evolving and growing their million dollar plus business, a uh, hardscaping, landscaping business. So lots of good content on the way with those guests still focusing on labor and employees because truly we can't grow our companies without them, without finding and retaining good employees. So that's definitely where I think a lot of people fall short and uh, struggle with, myself included. And, you know, it's always good. I always appreciate hearing other folks, other peers and mentors in the industry and kind of in similar shoes or have been there, done that uh, to, to kind of, you know, pave the way or, or share some insights to to really help me figure out and us, you know, figure out what, what to maybe avoid, what to do to, to kind of rebound and, and get th- over these humps and so on so that we can just be more successful, really shorten that curve. And together we can grow, make this industry better, make our businesses and our lives better, create some great friendships, you know, grow and, and uh, um, strengthen existing relationships and so on. So that's, that's kind of really where, why I do a lot of this and share this content for myself and also for everyone else to benefit from it. So that's why I'm really focusing on, on, on this because it's what I've been going through and it's what everyone's going through. And I see it on social media. I see it locally with my peers, uh, other companies. And, and, and again, I've said this in previous episodes, it's always an issue, you know, labor for any kind of outside, you know, um, hard work, you know, whether you're building houses, construction, landscaping, lawn care, you know, whatever, whatever it is, when you're outside in the elements you know, for a long, long days, physical labor, it's definitely hard to find and keep good people, you know, to build a team to, to get that stuff, that kind of work done consistently. So it's, it's always a challenge, but right now in 2021, it's, it's a huge challenge coming from 2020, the pandemic, COVID-19, everything. And it's just a whole crazy bunch of new things keep spinning up and so many people on unemployment, not wanting to come off of unemployment and all kinds of different things. And it's, it's really a, a interesting, challenging, trying time that we are all in because now it's it's even harder and and a lot more different than what we have ever experienced with with labor shortages and labor problems. So anyway, we're all trying to figure that out on our own, and I'm just trying to share my experiences, my perspective, as well as ask some of our peers and mentors in the industry and the community theirs as well. So enough about that. Diving into this episode, it's going to be short and sweet for real because, you know, we're, we're wrapping this up, winding down some of my experiences here to kind of go into the full summary, uh, the final summary of the spring rush and really kind of getting um, raw and gritty with the and honest and transparent with the details of some of the things that have happened in my business. But one more thing I wanted to focus on or one specific uh, thing I wanted to focus on that hasn't really been talked about a lot anywhere because we all talk about finding employees and all that. But what about retaining employees? I mean, I'll, I'll mention that when I'm saying like just, just a few minutes ago when I'm saying, you know, finding and, and keeping, you know, uh, employees, you know, finding and keeping good employees, like the, it kind of, they go in the same sentence, but we're always still focusing on the finding part, never really focusing on 
uh, the retaining part. So that's that's a whole other rabbit hole that I am going to be diving deep in with uh, the upcoming guests. But from my perspective, you know, my small, uh, short-lived perspective so far, you know, having employees and building a team in this industry over the last couple of years, I've, I've been doing this for seven, eight years, but the last three to four years, I've been, you know, having hiring part-timers and trying to build that team. I have one associate that I've had or one team member that I've had for, that's my old retail management speaking, talk about associate, but regardless, it's better in my opinion than calling them a helper. That was a previous episode that I talked about. Uh, are you trying to find help or build a team? So definitely check that up that episode out if you haven't already. I think I shared some great insight there. My my feelings, thoughts, and opinions on that. Uh, but at any rate. I have a team member uh, that has been with me for three seasons now. This is the third season. And so what I'm really been trying to do is grow and train him to move on to bigger and better things within my company. I know he's not going to be like a permanent, you know, he doesn't want to be in lawn care landscaping for the rest of his life. But while he is, while he's here, I definitely wanted to continue, um, to, to help him grow as well as him help my company grow and so on. And we've had these open dialogue conversations and so on. So I I think that is definitely part of retaining employees. That's kind of one um, piece of advice there is make sure that you are constantly having open communication, open dialogue with your team. I mean, if you don't already, you should have some sort of uh, quarterly check-ins, you know, a quarterly, there's four quarters in a year. So that's every three months because a year is 12 months. So you break that down into four quarters, that's three months. So every three months, every 90 days, however you want to say it or phrase it, you should have some sort of a, a check-in, you know, it doesn't have to be super formal if you don't want it to be or whatever, however comfortable you are. I mean, if you're super small scale, my thing is think big, stay small. So, I mean, still think big, even if you're small, even if you only have a couple of part-timers, you should still, you know, maybe type up something on Word or something, you know, just type up some bullet points of some things that you find important, things that you want to be done every day, things that you look for in a good part-time team member, maybe even in yourself, you know, and you want that to be exhibited through them and so on, like safety and uh, customer relations, you know, like how do they talk to the customers? Are they wearing eye eye protection, hearing protection, you know, uh, um, uh, equipment maintenance, you know, are they taking care of the equipment? Are they, you know, putting it back the where it's supposed to be? Are they, um, you know, keeping it clean and just a lot of different miscellaneous things like that, where you can kind of go down different categories of what, makes a good team member for you. You know, obviously attendance should be a, a, a big thing, you know, like, are they on time? Do they call out a lot? All that, are they reliable? Like that kind of stuff. Like, um, are they always asking for time off, you know, whatever, like reliability, flexibility, all those, there's a whole different bunch of different categories. You can even Google that kind of stuff. There's so much information out there online. Now you could even probably find a free version of a 90 day evaluation that you can kind of customize, you know, to your business or to lawn and landscape specifically, if you don't want to create your own, you, yeah, if there's probably stuff, there's gotta be stuff out there that I'm sure you can pay for and so on. I know Caleb Allman is working on, uh, putting his, um, employee handbook to be available for some folks. So I, I know that's going to be a big thing, a uh, big, big helpful thing for a lot of guys out there. So h- however you go about it, you know, that just definitely have some sort of, a. a, a a sit, um, a set 90 day evaluation, a routine, some way that you can sit down with your team members and you can have, you know, like whether it be in the truck, you know, your shop or, 
your house, what, what, whatever, your garage, wherever it is. If you have an office, wherever it is, something that's just you and that person. Obviously, it's private. It's not for you know you to have this discussion in front of any other team members or in front of customers or anything like that. So you just set some time aside, whether it be 15, 20 minutes after, you know, towards the end, like at the end of the shift, like after you're done with your regular work and you're like, all right, we're going to, you know, I'm going to pay you an extra 30 minutes so we can sit back and go over your, your review or have them come in, you know, 30 minutes early and do that before you get started, you know, mowing lawns or doing landscaping or whatever it is that you have planned for that day. However, it is, however you wrap that up, definitely have that open communication, tell them in advance so they can maybe prepare like, Hey, this is your opportunity. If you have any questions or any feedback or anything you want to share, definitely this is the time to do that. You know, if you haven't already shared it, or maybe it's things that we've talked about throughout the 90 days that you've been here, the last 90 days that we've kind of talked about, and maybe we just want to kind of solidify things or whatever. And, and, that, and that's the goal, right? The goal is to have open communication throughout than the 90 days throughout time throughout your working um days you want to make sure that your team is is uh, comfortable talking to you and you're comfortable talking to them at any given time so that so that one you're not waiting for your 90 days for, to surprise them uh, with some sort of you know information like hey I'm not happy that you've been doing this that and the other thing or whatever you know like your attendance you know really needs to uh, improve like you know you should be talking about that and addressing that immediately as it's happening in real time the 90 days is just a way for you to have it more formal have it documented and you guys can really focus on just that and talk about those things like hey you do this well hey I want to see you improve on this what hey what are some goals or things that you want to work on? What are things that I can help you with and so on and have that kind of discussion that alone, that kind of mentality. And again, I get this from my retail management days, but every company big, big or small should incorporate this to some extent because that's going to help retain your employees and strengthen your team because they're going to know that you care, that they're not just, you know, they're not just another person there to collect a paycheck or for you to give them a paycheck. You know, some people don't really care, but they, but they still do, right? Even if people are there for a paycheck, they still appreciate hearing good things. They still need to know if they have to improve on things. They don't want to be caught off guard or caught by surprise because you just let them go all of a sudden, you know, because you're just so tired of their nonsense or whatever, and you never even addressed it ever, you know, whether it be in in the moment live when it happened real time or having a 90 day evaluation, you just didn't do anything and you just let them go. Like, that's, that's just, you know, sends off bad vibes and, you know, they might, it might affect the rest of the team and so on. So when you talk about retention, that's definitely something that you should implement in your business if you haven't already, which is have that open dialogue, communication, address things real time, talk to your team, you know, through every day, every week when it, when it's appropriate about performance and, and a lot make sure they understand they can do the same if they have anything they want to address and then make sure they know that they're going to have a 90 day formal evaluation for you guys to go over specific criteria and categories like I just talked about earlier and you guys can have that open dialogue and you put that in their file wherever you keep that you know hopefully you have a locked box you know you can buy something very affordable at at a, a office supply store you know and you can put it in your in your your home office or somewhere where it's going to be safe and locked so no one has access to any personal information but you and you can just put this stuff in there so that you have it at any given time to pull it out and to keep it saved so that when you need to you know really evaluate 
different things, whether it's hiring or letting people go or promoting somebody or whatever, you have that document to refresh your memory. If you do have someone that you've had on for three seasons like I do, now you have some documentation to help back up certain things. You can pull that out for good or bad. So that's just one major way I find is good for retaining employees just from all my retail management experience. And then I'm incorporating that, incorporating that now for my lawn and landscape business. That's definitely something that, uh, that I've been implementing. And I know a lot of local peers and mentors that have been doing the same thing. So I, I implore you to do that as well. Hey, it's Marty. We're going to take a quick time out to hear from our sponsors and get you right back to the show. If you haven't registered for the GIE Plus Expo 2021, then you can still save 50% off your registration with code VIPLCR. Again, just go ahead and enter in VIPLCR in the coupon code section, or you can click the link in the show notes of this podcast on the app that you're listening to. There's a link you click on it for the GIE Plus Expo registration, and you get 50% off. Hey guys, it's Marty. Let me take a moment and tell you about the Ramp Rack. This is a pickup insert that eliminates the need to pull a trailer just to haul your equipment. It easily installs on any 1,500 to 3,500 pickup long or short bed, extending the usable space of your bed by two feet. The Ramp Rack's most popular model for landscapers is the PU200. It has rear window protection and a removable shelf for push mowers and gas cans. You're going to love this. The ramp and dovetail have a weight capacity of 2,000 pounds. Made in Maryland, it comes powder-coated and, of course, built to last for years. Here's what I'm asking you to do. Head over to therampwrack.com and, of course, save 10% with the promo code LCR. That's therampwrack.com and, of course, we'll throw the link in the show notes. LCR not only uses the ramp rack, but he gives it his highest endorsement. Now, another thing that I'll, I'll kind of wrap this episode up with um, is a very real-time specific experience that happened recently in my business with this same team member that has been with me for three seasons. I know you know what his skill level is. I can rely on him, trust him. I mean, everyone makes mistakes. Everyone is, is always can surprise you. Uh, but I, I've been giving him more responsibility. I've been we've been renting a, a U-Haul pickup truck. So that he can go out and whether it's um, <clears throat> whether he's going out and spreading, you know, fertilizer or pre-emergent or whatever it is um, with, you know, in the same neighborhood that I'm working at. So I can keep an eye on him and things like that and help him and train him. Um, but we can divide and conquer with multiple, with two different trucks. You know, I have the, the mowing set up on one. He's got the um, the, the for paddle of fertilizer and spreader on the other and all that. Or now this time of year, you know, we're going into early summer. It's time to go trim shrubs, you know, and get everything cleaned up after all that spring growth. So he's definitely good at landscaping. Like he's, he actually excels in landscaping, landscape maintenance over lawn care maintenance. So he really, uh, enjoys doing that kind of stuff. Like he, he doesn't mind mowing and trimming edge and all that, but he really enjoys the, the, the other things, you know, everything else that I offer. So that's what I've been trying to to push him to and train him to do and get him out there, kind of be like a part-time crew leader of either of either himself or one other guy. So like um, just recently he went out again, we rented a, the U-Haul pickup truck and he went out and, you know, I gave him a list. I mean, we, we walked the properties long before all that. And he's been on all those properties that I've been trimming the shrubs and he's been cleaning them up and he helped me trim shrub, you know, he, I'll get the big ones, you get the small ones, vice versa. And I mean, he's been helping me for the last three seasons. So I know 
that he, and, and before he worked for me, he was doing this on his own, kind of on the side before he went to college. Uh, so he was doing a lot of this kind of stuff, you know, push mowing lawns and, and trimming bushes and just all kinds of odd, odd jobs. You know how it is when, when you're, when you're a high school kid and you're just trying to make some money on the side and you're doing lawn care, landscaping stuff, and you get all kinds of people that want you to do all kinds of odd jobs and hodgepodge of things. So he's got a lot of experiences and, but he really in, enjoyed all that. So he already came with, to me with that prior skill and knowledge. And then I just helped develop that, nurture that and try to, um, keep moving that forward to the next level so that I could get to the point where I could rely on him to go out and do it himself with another team member. So that's, that's what I did. Um, recently, you know, he went out there with, like I said, with the truck, another team member, and he, he went ahead, uh, you know, he, he had all the equipment and he went, he had his list, uh, he used service autopilot, he's in the system, he's got the app downloaded, everything's all good, he knows how to use it. And he went down the list, you know, and he, he knows he knew exactly what properties because we walked it all together and he went and he knocked them all out one at a time throughout the whole day and they cleaned up all the shrubs. Well, there was one particular client that because we had and we haven't had any issues in so long that I kind of forgot how uh, uptight I guess is a good word to say she she can be um, or high maintenance or, or whatever she we just never see her she never really you know unless she's coming or going in in, in her car like in and out of the driveway type deal garage but she never really like talks to us or says anything to any of us um, you know I don't really get any emails or anything from her and it's it's very it's one of those things where I'm like oh okay you know everything's good no news is good news but I did forget that she is very um, outspoken, uh, very opinionated and, um, whatever other words that, that I previously used. But so, uh, you know, she has definitely been rough around the edges when she did have something to share with me in the past. And, and I, I forgot all about that because so shame on me. And, you know, that that's my bad for not kind of, um, I guess throwing that out there, but I, I really to 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 my team member, but I, I really didn't think that that was going to be an issue because I just thought it'd be you know status quo. You know, he'd be out there trimming shrubs just like always, and everything would be fine. Well, unfortunately, it didn't go as planned. Uh, basically, when he was wrapping up, you know, she came out to be nice, which she's done before, and we're we've all been very appreciative, and she knows my team and everything. Um, especially him because he's been here for, like I said, three seasons. So she's seen him plenty of times. Uh, I don't know if she, you know, really, if she thinks that she does, but I mean, it's been the same guy that's been here for, for three seasons, but, uh, and she's seen him all the time. But so she came out to give them water because it was a hot day, you know, nice early summer, hot day. That's, that's how it is pretty much every day here in central Virginia. Um, and, you know, she brought, was bringing nice ice cold water, which is really nice. We, we appreciate, she's done that plenty of times before in the past or Gatorade or whatever. And we're like, oh, that, that's, you know, your lifesaver. Thank you so much. So that's what she did. But then she immediately looked at the, the shrubs and she said, oh my gosh, those look awful. I, that Those are just so awful. I can't believe what you did. They just look awful. Like, and you know, she, she told me this and he told me his version of the same story. And I can empathize with him so much more because I've experienced this already. Like uh, something I've experienced, like the way that she talks before and so I can totally relate and empathize, unfortunately, um, with the whole situation. And, she, you know, so basically she just went on and on about how awful the bushes looked and what did you do? Oh, my gosh, this is not what I wanted. And just going on and on, on about the bushes and which got him really upset and put into like a defensive mode, which I I have done the same thing when she kind of, um, quote unquote, attacked me verbally in the, in the past. And again, this is years ago. So I kind of forgot all about 
that experience. Like I said, shame on me, but I just didn't think this issue would have even arose. I just figured it would be fine. We trim the bushes like we always do, move on. Well, I gave pretty clear instructions to my my associate, you know, my team member, and I told him exactly how I wanted them to look. And, you know, they're they're super overgrown right now, so we have to be a little aggressive and and so on. So, you know, he definitely did what I said. And it was a huge transformation from what they looked like prior. Um, so I think it, it's kind of like, and he said this too, it's kind of like you have long hair your whole life or for however long you know someone in particular, and then you shave your head or you get a super short, you know, buzz cut or something. And that person that's only known you with long hair um, sees you and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, and, and they, like they freak out, you know, you look like a totally different person to them and they don't even recognize you and it just looks awful. And, you know, they're, they're just, some people are so quick to judge and they, and they just kind of, you know, flip out and freak out. So, that's kind of like what happened with the bushes. You know, she just was like, Oh my gosh, you know, they're, they're, what, what happened to them? Because they were just so small and trimmed and shaped up and we had to aggressively prune them. And again, also my bad on not clearly communicating that with her saying, Hey, we're going to get a little more aggressive this time because they're getting really out of control and just cutting them back a little bit, you know, like we've been doing just it isn't, isn't going to do the trick. You know, we're going to cut them back a little more aggressive. They're going to fill in, um, real nice and everything will be fine. You know, you just got to give it a couple of months and, and it will be good to go. So again, that was my bad, unfortunately, but the moral of the story is, you know, he handled it well, you know, he, he definitely, she said that she could tell, um, I talked to both of them separately. Um, she said that she could tell that he was getting upset, you know, and rightfully so she said, because she was unhappy and she was making him know that she was letting that be known that she was unhappy with, with the service that he performed with, you know, with, with, with the work that he did. And, and rightfully so she said he was seeming, you know, upset about it and defensive. And, you know, so I, I kudos to her for, you know, recognizing that. Um, but regardless, she still wasn't happy and I had to pacify her and explain all this stuff. And she's just going on and on about how, how she doesn't ever want him on her property again. And he doesn't know what he's doing and he, he's just awful and saying all this stuff. And I was like, whoa, 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 time out. You know, this, the, the, we, there's it's one thing for you to not be happy or satisfied with the way the bushes are trimmed, but you're not, you know, we don't need to start, you know, saying that people don't know what they're doing or how they're doing it or whatever. And, you know, and I, I explained to her that I have had this team member for three seasons now, and he clearly knows what he's doing. Oh, oh it doesn't look like to me. Oh, and she's, I'm like, hold on a second. Hold on. You need to slow your roll because I understand you're upset and rightfully so in your mind. And, you know, part of it is my fault for not explaining to you exactly what was going to happen and how it was going to look, but he did what I told him to do. And he did a good job. I know that he knows how to do it. He's exhibited that many times over with me, without me and so on. And now he's on his own. I'm sending him on his own now to start doing it so I can continue growing and expanding my company and I can do other things while he's doing that. And, you know, he does know what he's doing and he did what I told him to do. So let's not go down that road where we're 
bashing my good team member, my good employee saying that he doesn't know what he's doing and, you know, I, you don't want him back here and all this other stuff and whatever other negative things she's just saying. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to tolerate that. So the, the point to the, my second point here and the moral to that, to this story that I just shared is that you, you need to stick up for your team members and you need to defend them uh, against unnecessary irate customers. Like there's going to be people out there that just, they have their issues or whatever, and you have to deal with it all the time as the, the owner. Right. And, but when it gets to your employees, you need to be that buffer, that filter. You need to protect them. You need to defend them. You know, if they make a mistake, then rightfully so they make a mistake, you address it, but you should still not attack them. You should still not be like, oh yeah, I agree. You know, blah, blah, blah. Like, and all that stuff that, that is not the right way to go about it because that's going to get back to your employee. If your employee isn't standing there at, in the moment, which in this case, they, you know, he was off, um, doing another property when I was talking to her uh, on her property. So they weren't together, but if they were, I would have said the exact same thing. And I, I, I kind of wish, you know, it, it what they were all there so that he could have heard me, you know, coming to the rescue and defending him and all that. But at the same time, I still, you know, asked him what happened and he told me, you know, his side of the story and which pretty much aligns with her side of the story. It's just his perspective and her perspective. And they both seem valid from their own perspective and mindset. She was upset. He was upset. Makes sense that they were both upset. So uh, I think he handled it well. She said he wasn't rude or disrespectful, but she could just tell that he was upset. And I'm thinking to myself, I would have been too. Like, what the heck? Why do you have to talk to people this way? Um, you know, and which which I did say that to you know a certain degree. Um, you know, like I, I you know like you need to you know, I didn't say you need, uh, you know, I said, well, you know, people do kind of get upset when they spend all this time doing what they think is the right thing. And someone comes out and tells them that it looks horrible. Like words like that are kind of defensive feeling. You kind of, you get, you know, you get a little upset, a little agitated. So, I mean, you know, yeah, I can imagine he would be a little upset because I would probably feel the same way. So, you know, my point is you definitely want to defend your team. Because, and, and like I said, even if, if they do make a mistake, you address it, but you don't put them down in front of anyone or at all. Um, you don't talk down to them. You don't, you know, agree with the customers like, oh yeah, they did an awful job. I don't know why they did that and all this stuff. Like you don't do that. That's, that's, that's not the way to be a, a true leader, even if it is their mistake. So you want to make sure that you have their back and that is going to also help retain your key people because they're going to know that you have, that, that means so much. You guys, I don't know if you can even really, if you have even experienced this or even, you're really even um, feeling the impact of what I'm saying. Like this, it's, it's so huge for part-time, full-time, anytime employee to know that their boss, their manager has their back because it makes them feel more confident. It makes them feel like they're a valued part of the team and they don't have to worry about walking on eggshells. It doesn't mean they're going to just make mistakes and be sloppy and, and, and all that kind of stuff and lazy. It just means that they, they can feel good about doing their job. And they know that if they make a mistake, which is a mistake, a legitimate mistake, then then, you know, it's not going to be the end of the world. You know, you're, you're just, they're, they're going to, they're going to live and they're going to learn and they're going to move forward and try to avoid that mistake from happening again. They know they're not going to get fired or yelled at or whatever, embarrassed or belittled in front of other employees or customers or both. Like, you know, they just know that you have their back and that that's 
goes a long way. Um, so again, those are just some two key points there from real life, real time experiences to my past experiences in retail management for over 15 years, managing hundreds and hundreds of employees um, at any given time from big stores to small stores and everywhere in between. So that's just, you know, some things that I wanted to share because I, like I said, I've gone through, I've been going through them and gone through them and they're things that I want to, cause I, I need to retain these employees, right? I don't want to be stressed out trying to find people and then find people and then, you know, they leave for one reason or another, you know, either I'm not paying them well enough. I'm not, you know, uh, giving them any performance reviews or communicating with them at all throughout, you know, the days, weeks, and months so that they kind of know where they stand and they feel good about, um, their, their job and, and their role and all that. And, and if they want to move on to other things or whatever, they want to take on more responsibility. Like, you know, I, I, I want to make sure that I'm doing all that so that, uh, my, my employees, you know, feel like a valued part of the team and, and they don't have a reason to just leave. You know, like if, if, if they get offered more money, they can say, Hey, you know, is there any way that maybe you can give me a pay increase? There's, you know, I've got a really good offer to go blankety blank, but I really like working here, but I, I really kind of need, you know, to make a little bit more to afford, you know, this or that, or my life's, you know, my, my bills or whatever's going on. Like they're, you know, we're all people, they're people, they have bills to pay and so on goals to achieve. So just be honest, open, work with your team, that's going to help. And then always have their back because that is going to be huge um, when times like this happen where customers start getting kind of out of hand, in my opinion, and you need to kind of put them back in their place and make sure you have your employees back so that they keep doing good work for you and help growing your team to the growing your, your company and your team potentially to the next level. So again, guys, I hope you got some value out of this here, this uh, short and sweet episode. And um, well, I say short and sweet, but I guess, you know, we're, we're approaching a 30 minute mark here. But uh, at any rate, it's it's shorter than, than most, right? <laughs> Whatever it is, what it is. short story long, right, Paul? Um, which speaking of Paul, he's going to be coming up here to uh, the Richmond, Virginia area, coming to my humble abode again for his uh, road trip, the summer road trip. He The first one he did last year came up here and he's going to do it again. We're going to try and have like some, a more planned, scheduled podcasting um day, you know, pop, just, just, just have a podcasting festival, um, in, in my, in my backyard and, and, and the patio with the waterfront property that, uh, Paul's always joking about. Um, and, and, you know, have a good time with other, hopefully a bunch of other local Virginians will, will be able to stop by. It'll be on, on Friday and we will, uh, you know, we will have a good time hopefully and get a lot of great content. So I, I look forward to, to Paul coming for that. Um, as well as, like I said, in upcoming episodes, there will be some more guests that will be coming on board talking about um, their relationships with their employees, their teams, how they've built teams, their ups and downs, how to find people, retain people, all that so that we can just get stronger and be better companies and try and get through and navigate all this craziness with with employees. I mean, we can be solo. If you want to just be solo for the rest of your life, that's fine. But again, there's there's a ceiling there. You can only do so much and make so much money by yourself. 
that's just the way it is because there's only so many hours of sunlight in the day and you're only physically capable of so much by yourself. So when you add another person, now you can double that, you know, hypothetically and so on and so forth. Just keep doing the math. Uh, so again, whatever your financial goals are, if, if they're not, you know, that if they're low enough and you can be so low and achieve them, then, then do that. You don't have to worry about the whole employee thing. And I know a lot of people have gone back and forth, up and down, had, had a crew, went back down to being solo. Maybe they don't have to rely on their lawn care for full-time, um, uh, you know, uh, benefits and, 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 um, financial support. That's what I was looking for. Um, so that they, they can, they don't really have to stress themselves out that way. They can stay solo and get a lot of work done on the side with lawn and landscape, but they have another full-time job or something like it, such as Mitchell's lawn care, who is a, a, a state trooper. So that's his full-time job. And then he does lawn care and landscaping on the side, but it's still full-time honestly. But you know, so that's why he had a crew and then I went back down to solo uh, but again, I'll let him tell that story, you know, and, and, and we'll kind of go back and forth with all that to, to get some value for you guys. So looking forward to those conversations. And I thank you again for listening to another episode of the LCR Media Podcast. Go ahead and share this uh, on, on Instagram, you know, go ahead and screenshot this episode, share it, tag me, all that so that we can get, you know, the word out so people can hopefully get some value out of these episodes, or at least if nothing else, know that they're not alone struggling with some of these things and uh, they can look forward to some of the upcoming episodes. Make sure you like, subscribe, click the notification bell um, uh, on whatever platform you're listening to this so that you get notified for all the new episodes that come out. I've really been trying to get at least one episode a week out. I've been super busy. If you haven't heard me talk about the spring rush in bits and pieces and how crazy it's been, you'll definitely know and understand when I go into depth about it um, in the upcoming episode. But um, so I still want to bring this content. I still want to share this, my trials and tribulations and what I've been going through because I want you guys to be able to hopefully learn from the craziness that I've been dealing with. And, um, you know, if nothing else, just kind of be a part of the journey with me, you know, from friend to friend and so on. Um, and we could talk about it when we get together at live events, and things like that, or discuss it, you know, on Instagram, DMing each other and things like that, tagging each other on stories and so on. So again, thank you for listening. And this is the Lawn Care Rookie signing off. Hey guys, before you head out, if you could do me a quick favor and go on the podcasting app that you're listening to this episode on and click follow or subscribe, it would mean a lot. Thanks. Mr. Producer here, and if you're enjoying Naylor's podcast, I recommend you head on over to his YouTube channel at LCR and see what else he's doing for the community and become a part of the LCR Media Network. Just click join next to the subscribe button and you'll have instant access to exclusive training videos, a private Facebook group to network with other members, and live streams with Naylor. You'll get access to every YouTube video before anybody else does, and you can even schedule Zoom one-on-one video calls with the Lawn Care Rookie and talk about anything you may need help with in your business, like best types of equipment, going part-time to full-time, how to get the best route density, finding your ideal clients, finding employees, or just anything else you need help with. Again, all of this exclusive access is for LCR Media Network members only. Just click join next to the subscribe button on the LCR YouTube channel and be a rookie for life. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.